Bokar Tov. We are in Shimuel Bet, chapter. What is it? Nine? Chapter nine. And we are studying a very interesting thing that at the end of chapter eight, we went through David's entire cabinet. And then we remembered that David had made a promise to someone. Jason, who did he make a promise to? Ah, Jason can't talk. But Jason would have said, Yonatan. He made a promise to Yonatan. That, and Yonatan said, I will be your second, your right hand man, your second in command. We're going to do this together. But now we go through David's cabinet and Yonatan is missing. So what is David thinking? Ah, I made a promise to Yonatan. If I can't make with Yonatan, who am I going to make with? His son. son. However, Yonatan, all he has is a son who is a nechiraglan, who is a cripple. Okay? And there is a slave in charge of Shaul's estate. Okay, so David says, is there anybody left in the house of Shaul? And I'll do for him a chesed on behalf of Yonatan. And Shaul had a servant called Siva. And the people, David's servants called to Siva. And they brought him in. And then he asked Siva, is there anybody left of Shaul's house? And he said, yeah, there is a son that Yonatan has who's a cripple. Okay? And the king says, where is he? And Siva says, he is in the house of Machir of Amiel in Lodevar. In this place called Lodevar. Okay? okay. And I, I'm going, we're going to have some questions to ask on this, on this uh, story soon. So, so the king sent, and he brought him from the house of Machir, son of Amiel, from Lodevar. And Mephibosheth came, the son of Yonatan, son of Shaul, to David. He fell on his face. So David said, you are Mephibosheth. He says, yes, behold, I am here, I am your servant. And Mephibosheth comes very, very uh, humbly before David. He says, David says, do not fear, do not be afraid. Because I will do chesed for you, I will do kindness for you, because of Yonatan, your father, and... Uh, and I will return to you the entire field of Shaul. I will return the field to you. And you, meaning I will return the field to your family line. And you, you personally, will eat at my table. Meaning you will always have food from the king's portion. You will eat at my table for all time. And he bowed down and he said, what is your servant that you've turned to a dead dog like me? And Mephibosheth doesn't consider himself to be, Mephibosheth has gone through a lot and he's lost all respect for himself. What are you doing such kindness for a dead dog like me? And David doesn't answer to that. Okay, So now David calls Siva, Na'ar Shaul, the servant of Shaul, said anything that belonged to Shaul and to his household, I've given to the son of your master Shaul, meaning the grandson Mephibosheth, and you will serve him, and you will serve on his behalf, you and your sons and your, and your helpers, you Tziva, you will work the land for him, uh, and you will bring and the what? Who is that? Tziva. Tziva was the servant of, of Shaul's household. Oh, okay. He's going to be the, the character that we want to analyze most, honestly. And you will bring and there will be bread for your servant, for your master, sorry, and you will eat it. Mephibosheth, the son of your master, will eat bread on my table forever. And Siva had 15 sons and 20 servants. 
פסוק י"א, ויאמר ציווה אל המלך, ככל אשר יצווה אדוני המלך את עבדו, כן יעשה עבדיך. And the king said, exactly as the master has commanded his servant, so shall your servant do. Meaning, ציווה says, okay, fine. ומפיבושת אוכל על שולחני כאחד מבני המלך. And מפיבושת can eat on my table like one of the servants of the king. Like one of the sons of the king, sorry. Who is saying that? Maybe David is saying that, he's interjecting. Okay, but make sure to remember that Mephibosheth will eat on my table. Or, maybe Tziva is saying it, and Mephibosheth can eat on my table, like one of the sons of the king. And all of the house of Tziva were servants in Mephibosheth. And Mephibosheth was in Yerushalayim. What? He, he had a crippled leg. Well, what's a, how does that get in the way of him having a son? Crippled leg or he was crippled? No, I don't think he was paralyzed all the way. I don't think he was crippled. I don't know. I don't know. But he had a son. Or maybe, I don't know. Really, I don't know. Okay? And Mephibosheth was sitting in Yerushalayim, would dwell in Yerushalayim, on the table of the king, and he would eat there because, uh, and he had, he was crippled on both of his legs. Both his legs. Okay, so what? What do you mean? You're saying he was completely paralyzed from the waist down? So there's no way he could have had a child? Yeah. It's a good question. Maybe it was a miracle. No, I don't know. No, no, you're right. It's, it is a question. Okay, that's really not the question, though, that I want to focus on. No, no, it's, it, it is a good question. I just, it's not the, the thrust of what the passage is about, okay? So, who are the characters involved here? We have Siva, David, and Mephibosheth, okay? First question, um, where does Mephibosheth live? Random place. In, in, a, in the house of Machir ben Amiel from Lodevar, a place called Not a Thing. What happened to Shaul's estate? Why doesn't Mephibosheth live on his grandfather's estate? Here's another question. What happened to Shaul's estate that David is saying, I'm going to return the field and the estate to you. When did, when did the house of Shaul lose that estate? Possible they lost it to Plishtim and then so, David re- regained it. From so the there are a couple of interpretations that are along those lines that Shaul, that either when Shaul rebelled against David by trying to kill him, it was basically like he became like a Mored bin Malchut. So David took possession of all of his assets and now David is returning it from his own possession to, to Mephibosheth's possession. Um, but I've been reading in Amnon Bazak, and he gives a very, very interesting analysis of this piece, which I think has a lot of merit. What do you guys think of the Tziva character? He doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything, but what do we, like, what, what's your gut feeling about him? He's not going to like this position. First of all, he's not, definitely not going to like this position. Now, why does the text have to tell us that he had 15 sons and 20 servants, Tziva? To show that he had, like, lineage. To show that he's wealthy. But I thought Siva is a servant in the house of Shaul. How did Siva get so wealthy? How does he have 15 sons and 20 servants of his own? Was it, did everything and, of Shaul's belong to him until they just like and, transferred it And to why, if Siva is still alive and he's a servant in the household of Shaul, then why does Mephibosheth not already live on the estate with Siva? And why is he not being served by Tziva already? So according to Anon Bazak, he has, he, has an, he has a theory 
that Siva actually took over the, the estate after he saw that nobody was left of Shaul's household except for this poor guy who can't walk. He kicked him off and he took the estate over for himself. And now David is going to Tziva and he's saying, uh, 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 give it back. So, um, so there's a lot, there's proof to it. For example, whenever he says in Pasuk Yudalif, it's a Pasuk that every commentator has, has a question on because of what it, why Mephibosheth is eating on, why just David just sudden jumps in and says Mephibosheth will eat on my table. And then, so... You could read it like this, according to Amnon Bazak. And Siva said to the king, Everything you told me, I will do. And if you want, I can even let Mephibosheth eat on my table like one of the sons of the king. Meaning, Siva is saying, Okay, fine, I'll help Mephibosheth. I could have him eat on my table. Meaning, meaning it seems like what's going on here is. It's my table. But yeah, beneath the, the, the top level of the text, Siva seems to be a bad character who's conspiring to overtake the assets of his father. Okay, I have to finish. Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen va amen. You could start. You could start. You could start the Kaddish. So, um, one last thing is that uh, if you look later on when, when David is getting chased by Avshalom, Siva, Siva sabotages uh, Mephibosheth. And we're going to see that also. We know Siva is a bad character. But this is the first evidence of it. Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen va amen.